You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast is gold. Basketball gold. You're tuned into the best Cleveland Cavaliers podcast in all the land. Basketball gold. Hosted by Mike Fratello and Jeff Phelps. Brought to you by Betway.com. Betway for the sport of it. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLING. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Basketball Gold with Fratello and Phelps. He is Mr. Mike Fratello, former NBA head coach with the Atlanta Hawks, Cleveland Cavaliers, Memphis Grizzlies, and of course, now a color analyst with the Los Angeles Clippers and the Cleveland Cavaliers doing double duty. That's why he's always busy. I'm Jeff Phelps from 92.3 The Fan in Cleveland. You're back in Cleveland now, sir, but you've been just buzzing the country. Are you good? Everything calm? You You okay? I heard there's a break coming in the action starting tonight after the games that take place in the NBA tonight. A little bit of time well for everyone. Interesting to hear what what everyone is doing, where they're going, what they're going to do during All-Star Weekend, and then the couple days they have off after that. But this is, I believe, the longest the NBA has gone before having an All-Star break. And when they come back, I would think everybody's going to be under 20 games remaining on the schedule, which will go by so fast, so quickly down the best this year. You know, Jeff, I've always said that there are four times, always told this to my teams, four times you can steal games in the NBA. One is when the season starts. If a veteran team comes back with the same head coach, they generally know what they're supposed to be running. They know Option two, option three. Defensively, they got an idea coming out of the gates. And what you can do is you can win a good share of games. You can get off to one of those 12 and three starts because you're a little bit ahead of everybody else coming out of the gates. That's one time. Second time is going into the all-star break because Mm -hmm. a lot of teams have players that think they're on the all-star break and it hasn't come yet. But mentally, <laughs> that's where they are. Get them when you can, Mike. They lose their concentration and their focus, and you can steal a couple games right there going into the break. Third time is coming out of the all-star break. Not everybody comes back from the all-star break. A lot of guys stay out there. They're still on vacation. And then the fourth time is last 10 to 12 games of the season mm. – A lot of guys have gone on vacation mentally. Their team is not in the race for a playoff spot. So they don't compete as hard as they had been during the regular season. And therefore, you can pick up a couple wins here and there. So this is one of those times going into it and coming back out of it that you'll see which teams didn't come back from it and which teams went into it a little bit too early. Cavaliers at 61 games in right now. So they'll have 21 games coming out of the all-star break, Mike. And that's, that will be a sprint to the finish. So, and we're going to talk about the Cavs at the all-star break coming up here in a little bit on the podcast, but uh, some news that kind of came out today, Jason Lloyd, Sham Sharania from the athletic reporting that Kevin Love and the Cavaliers are discussing a buyout. And Mike, that did not appear to be on the table as the trade deadline approached, in fact, the Cavs said, you know, no, we're not, you know, we're not leaning that direction. And Kevin didn't say anything about it. And 
the reports are, you know, the Kevin has, has asked about this and they're, they're discussing. And when, when those things are being discussed, they usually lead to a buyout. I, I hate to see it myself because I'm a big Kevin Love fan and I think he's been a tremendous player for this franchise, but he's also not in the rotation right now. And by all accounts, he would like to continue to play, thinks he can still play, and you're probably not going to get another contract if you're not playing right now, Mike. What was your reaction when you heard that this might be going on? I, along with you, am a big Kevin fan. I would hate to see him, after the time and contributions he's put in here, uh, in Cleveland, being part of the community and obviously helping them win a world championship. Uh, I understand both sides of it. And there could be concern that if he's an unhappy veteran player, not in the rotation, that it may not benefit the mix and the locker room situation. I don't know Kevin to be a person that would ever be uh, someone to cause a problem, cause an upheaval in the locker room. Uh, I know he's a competitive person, loves to play, but if they have sat down and explained why they're going in the next direction and said to him, stay ready, uh, it's because you never know what's going to, you know, what's going to happen, what could happen. And I happen to personally feel that when Kevin played in the last season, this season, he brought a special something to the bond relationship spirit of the team. Uh, that veteran presence, the young guys, I think, recognizing that, hey, this is a guy that's been around for a while. He's had a lot of big games. He's been an all-star X number of times, and now he's coming off the bench for us because they asked him to do it for the good of the program, and he's handling it like you would hope uh, a pro would do something like that. So uh, because of all that, Kevin's led by example, and this might be something Kevin requested. If that's what he wanted, if he went to front office or when they were talking, if he said, hey, see if there's a market out there for me, because I am in the backstretch of my career. I only have X number of games left. Right. And I would love to continue to play. So that could have been what happened. And if that's the case, you know, when front office from the Cavs talked to Kevin's agent, if that was the message that was passed along, the Cavs may have said, okay, we'll go out and see if there are any takers. If they found someone, then you work out the buyout situation. What's it going to cost the Cavs to get out of this contract? pay Kevin the money that's owed to Kevin, and then Kevin is free to go where he wants to. Um, I still think when you look at some of the Cavs' weaknesses right now, one is going into last night's game against the 76ers, they, was, they were 19th in the league in three-point shooting. So if Kevin can get that touch back, get that feel back from behind the line, if that finger, the thumb that he broke is feeling better, he might help him there. We know he's going to rebound, and he's going to give him the veteran leadership. Um, areas where you hear concern or what does he do at the defensive end of the floor to help them or hurt them? Well, they're not the only team that has a player who falls into that category. There are sure. a number of yeah. teams that would say the same thing about a number of players. Now the idea is figure it out. Does he help you more with rebounding, shooting threes, making his free throws and being leader than he does with breaking down defensively who knows how many times a game because I'm, I'm not in there with all the statistics that they have. 
So that's how I look at it. Uh, if Kevin wanted it, then so be it. The, the, the Cavs, I would think uh, they've been great to their players. And, and I would think if he asked for that, they would do the best they could to accommodate him. Mike, the one thing that I'm kind of perplexed about, and there's no question, all you have to do is look at the, the splits per month. Kevin's scoring average has gone down every month this year. His rebounding has gone down every month this year, not by much, but his rebounding has gone down a little bit. And his three-point percentage in the month of January was 23%. Um, he had the thumb injury, which you talked about, and we talked about it, in fact, in our last podcast. But the, the January issue, if everybody remembers, he had some back spasms. And every once in a while, you see somebody in the NBA or any pro sport who you know, is playing, doing what they're doing, doing everything's going fine, and then they fall off the face of the earth. I have a hard time believing that that's the case with Kevin and that he can't play anymore. I've got to assume he can play. In some of the reports out there, teams in contention would be interested in signing him, which makes it perplexing to me because he's not in the rotation, which which surprises me right now, considering the contribution that he made last year and how good he was. And you, you laid it out real well, how good he was and what a great influence he was coming off that bench. Do you think he can still play? And I would think another if, if another team thought he might, I would think he could help the Cavs, which it, it's just a very perplexing situation all the way around to me. It is, but it's hard to talk about it when we're not behind the scenes. We're not in the locker room. We don't know what the dialogue has been between Kevin and the front office or Kevin and his agent and the front office. And that's what makes it hard. You know, you can voice your opinion on whether you think he can contribute to this team or not. Uh, We don't know physically how he feels, if his back has really bothered him. And I would also think that any teams that are talking to them would have to have a concern about are you healthy? If we're going to invest any money in you and put you on our roster and take up a spot, are you able to play? Or is this going to be where you come in, you give us 10 minutes, and you can't play for four games? Mm. So, I mean, I would think it's part of the natural process that you have the physical beforehand and, and you know, ask the Cavs. I think teams have a, a code of honesty amongst each other. Not every team, maybe, but most of the teams <laughs> have a – uh, a code of honesty you're dealing with when you're doing deals, doing trades, this type of thing, that you ask questions and you expect an honest answer because, you know, obviously someday it could be on the other foot. So uh, let's just hope it works out being something that's really good for Kevin and really good for the Cavaliers. This has been Basketball Gold brought to you by Betway.com. Betway, for the sport of it. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER. 